the best time of the day show. I don't know whether this is a rite of passage for every teenager or something that you do less as you get older. I must have, I'm delighted to say I haven't done it for some considerable time now. But I can still remember those early years of those first alcohol-fueled nights, particularly when you were a student or whatever, or you just got to be 18 and you were just going out and flexing your muscles and basically going to every boozer you could find. And the thing was, you had to find your own limits at that particular point, so you didn't know how much you could force down before it started to uh, disagree with you. Either you fell down, uh, or in some ways worse, it came back up again, which is the thing. Now, uh, if you're of a... If you have a, a weak stomach, I suggest you look away now. Because, you know, as a kid, if you're five and you throw up, basically mummy and daddy are there to mop it up and go, oh, poor thing, he's ill, you know, so that's fine. Uh, there on one occasion I did go out for a curry and I came home and my dad, being a doctor, remember, uh, saw me vomiting against the wall and he gave me his expert opinion. He looked me up and down and said, you don't look very well, I'll go to bed if I were you. And that was the end of the, doc- the, the doctor's diagnosis. I know doctors are not supposed to treat their own offspring, but even so he could have been a bit, his bedside manner was definitely lacking on that occasion. But once you go out, when you particularly see that schoolboy you think you're 18 you're going out right you're going out with the lads this is always going to be a hiding to nothing this is always you know just disaster just waiting and i used to go at my mate clive we'd sit there putting the world's right and being very uh being, being very sophisticated there, sort of glugging pints of mild or light and bitter in the the the, the seamiest and shittiest pubs we could find around birmingham and walsall back then uh, in the 70s and early 80s and uh clive had hollow legs I don't know how he did it. He could pack away pint after pint after pint after pint without any effect whatsoever. Me, if I had three or four, I was full. Five, I was really struggling. And, of course, we had this unwritten rule, which is just one of the stupidest things known to humankind. When the bell for last orders went, you went and got yourself two pints. And then last week, you had 10 minutes drinking up time. And that also, if you just started a pint and you then had two more, it was just, all right, go, I'll get him in. Tank, they got there. And on one occasion, I can remember sitting there trying to glug this. I used to wait till he would go to the loo and I'd pour some of mine into his pint because I couldn't cope with it. I think he probably knew. But I'm sitting there thinking, I think I'm going to be sick. I'm going to be sick. In a crowded pub. You can't. And that awful moment, you're just <laughs> looking like a hamster with your cheeks full of vomit, trying to go, I'm going to have to, this is disgusting. I'm going to have to swallow this. And then there was the walk to the bus or the walk home. And that's when you discovered, you know, and this is one of those Native American tracker moments, because, you know, Sunday morning, if you're in town, you look on the pavement, is everywhere, isn't there? People who actually had been throwing up on the way home from the pub. So there is always a big pool and a smaller pool, sometimes a third pool, which makes life easier because then you know it. So you could tell with my, this is my Native American track of black brain working here, which direction people have been going in. Because, of course, that, actually thinking about it, I can't remember. Is it, oops, I'm going to be sick, bit comes out, splatter, then, oh, it's too late now, whoosh big one or whoosh or oh, think it's all done no it's not Woof. again so <laughs> that was the thing <laughs> how which direction was the person going into and then again a few years before he sadly died a friend of mine did the same thing and he hadn't he had been sick coming back from the pub for years and he phoned me up and said you know what i said i was sick coming back from the pub last night i said really i went yeah he said the thing was you know i'd one thing i'd forgotten and this is true 
if you're feeling a bit queasy, you try it. It is impossible. It is one of those things like, you know, can you lick your elbows? You can't. Another thing that's impossible, it is impossible to vomit quietly. You try. It is totally and utterly... I'm not suggesting you now go and put your fingers down your throat, but you just can't do it. The best time of the day show is back tomorrow. La-di-da.